You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. It is time for our annual year in review episode. We are taking a look back at 2019 and reflecting on all the good, bad, and ugly, as well as sharing some of our favorites from this past 12 months. So selfishly, this is just a great excuse for us to reflect on our past year as we look forward to setting goals for the new one. But we're also hoping maybe this gives you a framework and some questions to ask in reflecting on your own year. Yes. So let's start with the good stuff. What went well for you in 2019? What are you proud of? And maybe some of the highlights. Okay. Um, Yeah, this was, I love doing these episodes. Like we said, it just forces us to sit down and think about it. And I actually took some time this past weekend, did my favorite early morning Starbucks session. And I just like opened a Google document and just listed like the year out, Mm -hmm. all the good things, the challenging things, what I learned. Um, Anyway, it was It was just so nice. Very therapeutic, right? It really was. Mm -hmm. So here is what I came up with. So to remind everyone, I did pick a word for the year and my word was flourish. And what I meant by that, I wanted to lean into the good things that we already have going on in life and do more of those things instead of adding many additional Mm -hmm. things. So I kind of broke my good stuff down into a few categories. So in terms of family I think we really noticed this year the boys became noticeably easier to parent. Yeah. Still plenty Turned of challenging stuff. Uh-huh. But yes, the f- having a four-year-old and then a six-year-old, mm-hmm. that felt like a pretty significant step up. Mm-hmm. And then I think, too, just a first grader. Yeah. We really have seen Dash just mature and change a lot since the beginning of first grade. Mm-hmm. And that's been really cool. Um, kind of family-related, but house house things. We had two big projects this year. We updated our front yard, did like a whole front Mm -hmm. yard overhaul that I'd been wanting to do forever. Um, I used to just really not like the look of our front yard. Mm -hmm. And that just kind of makes you not like the whole look of your house. Yeah. When you come home to that every day. And now I just love it. I always catch myself when we're driving away from the house, like glancing at it just to get the full view. Um, And then actually just last week, we finished a backyard project. We got string lights hung in the backyard. Oh, you'll have to show me after this. But I have been wanting to do and it just... It like changes the ambiance really back there a hundred percent. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm so excited to have that. We really had very poor, very little lighting back there. And I think we're going to feel excited about just putting kind of some more effort back there and spending more time mm-hmm. back there. So very exciting. Um, I had talked about wanting to end the year having more often than not eating from one family meal. Mm-hmm. And I feel really good about where we are with family dinners. I am happy to report. Um, Found some meals. They're pretty simple, but that everyone will enjoy. Uh And I just feel like I have a better strategy and like template for even when I'm going to serve something I know the boys won't like as much Mm -hmm. about how to make sure Chris and I are eating what we want, but they're still eating something or eating components Mm -hmm. of our meal. Adjacent, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So I just feel like dinner feels mostly like a more enjoyable I'm on top of it rather than stressful cool. that feels That's good feels That's really a big good. corner too yes and then last really big thing in family we made the decision to grow our mm-hmm. family this year mm-hmm. and are so excited to be welcoming a baby girl in March so crazy I, just, I can't believe it I was telling you on the way over or I, literally every time I get together with Kelsey, I forget that she's pregnant until like I'm on the way to her house. And then I get real excited every time remembering. So it's just like, I can't get it. I can't quite get my head yeah. around it. Like it's yeah. going to be so fun when she's here. It's going to be so fun. Um, okay. Next in terms of personal growth, I feel like this year I really have found a good just rhythm to my weeks mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of feeling pretty on top of life. That's I will, a good I will say that is a it good feels feeling. really good. Um, you know, I was not working full time all last school year, mm-hmm. um, but this is my first full calendar year. And mm-hmm. I just think it kind of, you know, took some time and probably with the boys getting a little bit older, but it just feels good. Mm-hmm. feels really good. Mm-hmm. Um, this was also my first full year of regular counseling sessions. Yes. I looked back, I had nine sessions okay. over this year mm-hmm. and we've talked about it. It just, it Game feels changer. so good. Yeah, it really so does. Good. 
Um, and, um, I did not take on any new commitments, like any new big commitments other than a baby, which is a big commitment. I will say (laughs) (laughs) pretty important one, (laughs) but one that was very intentional. So, um, okay. Uh, in terms of creativity and professional pursuits, I feel like I put in some really good work and produced a, uh, first draft of a book proposal. That still would need a lot of work, Yes, but I'm proud of the time that I put into it and the effort that I put into it. Um, We produced bonus episodes of the podcast Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that was really fun. stuff for us this year. It was really fun to surprise listeners with that. And I was just (laughs) proud that we, you know, said we were going to do it in January. And when those extra recording sessions came up, we actually made them happen. Yeah. Uh (laughs) And that was great. I also, it turns out I got to see several people that I really admire speak um, or met this Mm -hmm. year. Michelle Obama, Jad Abumrad, who hosts the Radio Lab podcast, Anne Lamott, Elizabeth Gilbert, and then I got to meet Lauren Graham as we yeah, that's as we right. talked the about. Wedding. <laughs> um, okay, last two categories: health and wellness. I had a goal of twelve monthly health challenges for mm-hmm. myself, and overall, it went really well. I totally fell off the rails when I got pregnant because I felt <laughs> so bad. Growing a baby. <laughs> exactly. So I ended up um, completing, well, I'm, I'm back on it. I'm hoping to finish the year strong. I'm back on it for December. So I'm hoping to finish the year having done eight of 12. Okay. And I'm calling that away. So what's your December challenge then? It is eating veggies two times a day. Okay. I yeah. like that one. So it's like, you know. It's like what you're adding in, not like. Exactly. Especially when you're pregnant. You can't just yes. be like yes. hardcore about and something. And just with but. all the like indulgent holiday mm-hmm. foods, like that's great. But I'm just trying to remember like, like okay, make sure I'm having a side of baby carrots or like heat up some corn or yeah. just like a it's little so salad. It's so easy to just put all of like the good stuff on your plate. And even though you like the veggies, it's just like, yeah. that doesn't really go with this right. rich like exactly. dip situation. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I will say my very favorite month, um, that surprised me was my no added sugar month. I just, I felt good. It was informative, just like really looking at labels and figuring out substitutes or Mm -hmm. other things to eat. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like I've carried some of that with me. The hardest was my month of no caffeine, Yeah, which is interesting because I feel like almost now I'm probably less dependent on caffeine, but Mm -hmm. I think maybe I wasn't quite prepared at that time. Um, and yeah, that was just, it was hard. Yeah. I was missing it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and the proudest, I'm proudest of the, my January, which was, I did 10 pushups a day every day in January. That's no joke. And it was hard. It that but I did hard. it. I did like it. one is hard for me right yeah, now. So I it, it really didn't get easier by the end, I will say. No, it's that's why they, it's like the perfect exercise because uh-huh. no matter how uh-huh. in shape you are, it yes. is still going to work you yes. every single time. Exactly. Like you could do more of them, but right. it's always going to be hard. Yes. Um, um, and then let's see, moving on into relationships. I feel like I, part of, part of, I try to think about part of my flourish. I already have so many great relationships in my life and I really wanted to invest in those mm-hmm. and invest in the ones where I'm seeing people regularly mm-hmm. or like the oldest friends that I've had, mm-hmm. as opposed to maybe casting a wider net. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I did that. I started using Marco Polo, the video messaging mm-hmm. app with two of my best girlfriends and with my cousin. And so I feel like I've been keeping up with them mm-hmm. more regularly and then kept up regular phone dates with two friends that live, that live away, away from here. Yeah. So, um, nice. yeah, overall a good year. Okay. I love it. All right. I did not get as uh, reflective. I did not have a Starbucks date to myself, unfortunately. So okay. I, I talked in a little bit more general terms. I do know my word for 2019 was little mm-hmm. because I just really wanted to focus on how much I had this sense that I was, I'm kind of a big picture thinker and I'm an Mm -hmm. all in kind of thinker and that I was ignoring a lot of little things and little actions that over time would add up to bigger results. Mm -hmm. And so I do feel like I learned a lot about that this year um, overall Mm -hmm. so that I didn't break it down into category, but some highlights from the year, I guess Um, we took our summer family trip back to Wisconsin and Mm -hmm. Chicago and we hadn't been back as a whole family. Um, I think since like the first fall we had the girls. Wow. So that was really nice. Usually I'd go 
or he would maybe come for the weekend or whatever. So it was really nice to go back all together, spend the 4th of July there. We hadn't done Mm -hmm. that in a long time either, which is just nice in the Midwest. Yeah. Um, took the girls down to Chicago for a couple nights and did the whole big city thing. Mm -hmm. Like they were walking from the train station with their backpacks Mm -hmm. to our hotel downtown. It was just really cool. Um, so that is a highlight of the the year for sure um we had a cabin weekend in the mountains as a family in october that was just like uh this is like goals like we really want a cabin and so it was like we had been talking along those lines anyways and really leaning into some financial planning and some things to get us there Mm -hmm. and so that was like okay confirming like yes this is what we really want um this podcast I'm just really proud of. Like we took some steps in different directions, working with some brands this year that we feel good about. And, um, Instagram is active this year, probably consistently for the first time. And we've just really, really loved connecting with you guys over there. And Mm -hmm. so that's been great. Just some things we wanted to, um, I don't know we had more bandwidth. I feel like to lean into some of these things a little more. So I'm just proud of it. And I'm proud of like the consistency Mm -hmm. and that we still love doing it. And it's just great. It just makes us better people. I think, (laughs) um, I started therapy again, as I talked about before, and that has been a game changer. I really actually feel like the last, um, quarter of the Mm -hmm. year. So this October, November, December has been huge for me. Mm -hmm. Started therapy again. Um, Started working out regularly, not religiously, but mm-hmm. regularly again. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the last 90 days challenge with Rachel Hollis, mm-hmm. which is, it's just like five things that she says to do every day mm-hmm. to like finish the end of year strong instead oh. of like crashing and burning right. into the new year right. <laughs> of like really getting yourself a head start to some of those goals and it. see, just keep yourself healthier and um, more intentional, like through the busy holiday mm-hmm. season. So that has been huge for me. Mm. Um, it's move your body 30 minutes every day. Um, write down five things you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. Spend an hour on yourself every day. So like those things can be incorporated in that mm-hmm. hour. Drink enough water. Mm-hmm. Half your body weight in ounces. And like a um, kind of a health challenge too. So something mm-hmm. around food like maybe a lim- like one one month it was no fast food in november mm, gotcha. and i only did it once gotcha nice so, which like it was becoming a bad habit for me just schedule wise yeah um so i only did it once um and then what was october oh october was no eating like the the run back to the pantry like after uh, even after bedtime honestly gotcha. like if the dogs needed to go out i would go down there and be like snacking while they mm-hmm. were outside mm-hmm. so just eliminating that yeah. Yeah. Um, and then December, I haven't actually had one. I've just kind of carried those two into December, yeah. but you could do it however way it might be adding veggies. Mm-hmm. It might be adding vitamins. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be necessarily like eliminating something, yeah. but that has just been, um, it was like, Oh, this word that I have little, yeah, like little things that I need to do every day. Like right. here's a way to do it. Yeah. And she's just very no nonsense. And like, She's like, yes, every single day. Mm-hmm. It could be a walk every day. It doesn't have to be a hard workout, but like mm-hmm. moving your body literally changes the chemistry in your brain. Mm-hmm. And she's she's just a firm believer in that because she's fought through a lot of anxiety that mm-hmm. way. Like mm-hmm. she had very crippling anxiety for a long time. And that was one of the biggest changes that she made. Wow. Um, so yeah, that's just been huge. So I would, uh, we'll link to that and yeah. her work, but that has been huge. And then therapy just happened to start October 1st mm-hmm. too. So I just feel like there's been some big changes that way. That's awesome. Um, I feel like I have been able to take my business to the next level and have mm-hmm. some real great conversations with Jeremiah where um, we're relating that to some serious goals and some like bills I'm taking over mm-hmm. and some real tangible ways instead of just like, oh, this is my little side right. gig. That's so awesome. that's been really fun. Um yeah. So I just overall, I feel good about the year. Yeah. Um, and I have definitely seen, especially this last quarter, how those little things mm-hmm. add up to bigger things. That's great. So, I love that. Um, okay. So what was challenging or hard for you in 2019? Okay. Um, well, I'm happy to report this list is much smaller than the good <laughs> stuff, yes. but there, but there were a Always few, a few things. <laughs> yeah, there were a few hard things. I will say that just heading into 2019, um, I was really agonizing about the decision of whether or not 
um, I wanted to have another baby. Oh, okay. It was really a question was that I, yeah, that I'd had for honestly the, like the previous couple of years, but I just, I just kept, you know, okay, I don't need to make a decision. I was trying mm-hmm. to just, you know, the answer will come to me. Sit with it for a yeah, minute. And yeah. And just kind of, you know, I don't know now, but how about if I check in with myself in six months in mm-hmm. a year? And that answer was just not coming. Mm-hmm. I was asking the universe. I was like, all right, just send me a sign. Mm-hmm. Send me a dream. Mm-hmm. I was having none of the dreams and none of the signs. <laughs> none of the things that like they say getting, you have. I was getting nothing from the universe uh-huh. one way or the, or the other. And I was just starting to feel like I want to know one way or the mm-hmm. other. And it was just kind of getting to the point where I do not like being in limbo. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially over such a big yeah. life choice. Yeah. You that know? can really weigh on you. Yeah. And it, it really started to. So I will say that was hard at, at some points. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's um it's a fun like dilemma yeah. choice to yeah. have. I definitely yeah. recognize that. But at some point I was just kind of ready to know. Um, and so anyway, once we finally did decide, I had so much peace and uh-huh. calm about it. But uh-huh. for, for that time when I didn't know, it really kind of weighed on me. Yeah. Um, there was this year some more emotional behavior from one of my children, mm-hmm. who shall remain nameless, that is totally normal behavior, but it just was new for him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just been challenging to deal with. Isn't that hard to know something is completely within the realm of normal, Mm -hmm. but also feels real out of the blue for that child and like doesn't make it any easier to deal Uh with because it's normal. Uh Exactly. (laughs) Like at all. Exactly. Yes. So just kind of felt like, um, sometimes almost like a a time bomb Mm because it would seem, I know that it is not actually random, but it would just seem so Mm -hmm. out of the blue. We're Mm -hmm. just having this pleasant time and suddenly we're dealing with this 30 minute plus meltdown that just feels like it sidetracks. Like we were having a pleasant time Mm -hmm. and nothing is wrong. So, so that's been, um, that's been a little bit challenging, but I do think we've found some ways to just kind of you know, go with it or ignore it, you know, but I do feel like there, and you know, there sometimes with that kind of behavior, it really peaks for like a week or two. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Like what is happening? And and you think it's like your new normal. Yeah. Like, right. I mean, we're not doing this for the rest of our lives. (laughs) Exactly. Are we? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You may be, but I'm not. (laughs) Um, And then my finest final challenge, it was actually three things that happened all at one time. Um, it was like the hottest, longest oh, tail end of summer, summer ever. Made my list. Just I mean, wait. it was. We always have that, yes. but this year was brutal, mm-hmm. and I think it was for a lot of places in the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, here in Arizona, we get it real bad. Yeah. So that was really hard. Simultaneously, that was during my first trimester, yes. first sixteen weeks of pregnancy. Yes. I just, I wasn't throwing up, but I felt so nauseous. Just. All day long um, and exhausted. It was so hot. It Mm -hmm. was just, it was horrible. Mm -hmm. Um, Also simultaneously, (laughs) Chris tore, completely severed a tendon in his foot and was in a, yes, was in a boot slash knee scooter scooting around the house. (laughs) (laughs) And like you said, it was like, it was at this time where we were kind of both saying to each other, like, I want to take care of you, but I cannot. Yes. Like, yeah, you both needed help, but yes. neither one of you had the yes. ability. Yes, and it was almost like, frust- it's like frustrating to see your partner, someone that you want to take care of and not being able to do it, but then at the same time feeling like, but I feel so yes, bad. because like, then you feel a little resentful. Like, yeah. now is when you had to tear <laughs> Exactly. So it was just this confluence of all those things. <laughs> and we just kept telling ourselves, like we picked a date in like late October. Mm-hmm. We were like, by this date, like all of this will be over. And we just had to like remind yeah. ourselves that it would pass. Right. But who it was tough sitting like eight weeks out from that date. Yeah. And knowing we still had it a long really time is. to go. Even when you know that things are, you know, very temporary right. or like very in the grand, scheme, in the grand of scheme of things. Like if any health problems, these are the ones to have. Yes. Right. But right. like, it just does feel like it's never going to change. <laughs> so hard. Oh. <laughs> so, but we are, well, you we handled are it, it like champs. Well, you were, you. I just was really, I remember being really proud of you and I know you struggled with it, but really proud of you when we went to the jumping place and you already had your recliner set oh, and yes. your chips <laughs> That's right. and you were like, you know what? 
I don't feel one speck bad about any of this. No. We are sitting here and enjoying right. it. And just this smile on your tired oh. smile on your face and just feet up. I was oh, proud of you for taking you. care of you and just doing what you got to do. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> okay. I will second that, that summer in general, for some reason, was real, real hard for me this year. Yeah. Once we got back from Wisconsin, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. and we have three more months of this. Oof. Like, really, the weather. And then I told Jeremiah, and this is a smidge dramatic <laughs> and privileged of me, but I was like, I will not live here another summer without a pool. <laughs> like, it's on our, our list yeah. anyway. So we did. Some of these conversations were really like, how are we going to make a pool happen? Because yeah. we got the backyard for it like intentionally mm-hmm. and it's been a couple years now and we we've never uh, before this house lived here without a pool right. as part of it so when you've yeah. had it right and then you don't and I'm home with children all the summer yeah I'm like I I can't without like some sort of relief every afternoon yeah. like it's just really hard so again this is a privilege problem I understand acknowledge but it got really yeah. hard at the end and I really I feel like I need to be Part of why I started therapy on October 1st was I really like September. I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm in like a seasonal depression. Like this is not okay. I have actually mentioned that to my counselor. Like, I don't think there's a name for it, but there is something about the seasonality Mm -hmm. and the heat and the relentless sun Mm -hmm. that messes with it's like the opposite of what happens in the like far north when you don't get sun for, you know. I'm trying. To, I'm trying. I'm working on a catchy acronym for yeah. it, so I will. Because well, some back. of the things are the same. You feel trapped inside. Yeah. You feel at the mercy of the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to get out and enjoy and get that vitamin D. Mm-hmm. And like that's that's one thing that the pool helps with so much is you're still. Yeah. It makes outside still enjoyable. Right. right. So it's anyways. Summer was a struggle. It's tough. Um, I definitely made note of some things that need to change. Like mm-hmm. we need more activities for mm-hmm. the girls because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And water. <laughs> activities and water that's what we need um another super challenging thing this year was we lost our miko dog december 1st we had to say goodbye to our original baby he was 14 years old he lived a long healthy doggy life but it was like brutal it was just brutal i don't know how else to explain it like it's definitely our first pet together we've had him since our first year married and it was just he went downhill really fast which i'm thankful for but Mm. also was really hard to watch And hard to make that decision, but obviously we knew at a certain point it was the right thing for him. He kind of lost control of his back legs and mm. um, the vet thinks he was either struggling with like a like a bone cancer or something mm. or like a there's like a doggy Lou Gehrig's disease mm-hmm. that happens to older dogs sometimes. So it was just that is so, it, is it one was of just the hardest, the hardest thing. It's just the hardest thing. Yeah. And so that was like a big but also like I just feel really grateful that we were able to give him that ending yeah. and be there with him and have it be peaceful. And I feel like he taught us so much about um being present, like mm. even in his death. And mm-hmm. so I just am super grateful for him, but it's just so, so sad. Yeah. So that was a hard thing this year. Yeah. Okay. So what is something you are intentionally leaving behind in 2019? I love this question. I think what I have arrived at is um I want to leave behind the feeling of any pressure to be doing more than I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've thought about that a lot this year as it's been my first full year being like a semi stay at home mom Mm -hmm. slash work from home mom. I I don't really have a like catchy title Mm -hmm. for myself. Um, And just, yeah, just having the bulk of my work shift Mm -hmm. uh to being a lot of home-based things that that honestly bring me fulfillment like it's not not like like, you feel like put upon or yeah Mm -hmm. uh, there are things that I really enjoy but a lot of that work I've realized is very invisible thankless thankless invisible Mm -hmm. and um yeah I think that you can end up like putting on yourself opinions of Mm -hmm. just this amorphous other people or culture Mm -hmm. even though I was like well where am I really getting any like negative messaging exactly and I couldn't really tell you I think it's more just me probably still making that shift Mm -hmm. from having a a defined job Mm -hmm. and here's how you are compensated for that job and this effort and things like that 
Um, anyway, but but then stepping back, I really love just kind of the portfolio of work that I do. Yeah. I love the home administration stuff and yeah. I feel really good about how our household is running, especially mm-hmm. just compared to, you know, I think about things were getting done. It wasn't like our children were not clothed or didn't yeah. have clean clothes yeah. or weren't eating. We were both working full time. But I remember many of those aspects of life feeling so stressful yeah. and just feeling so behind and that I yeah. that I didn't like that feeling. Like for me that it's really important to feel mm-hmm. like I have strategies for this and we have routines mm-hmm. and systems. And, and you whatnot. do enjoy all that legitimacy. Yeah. So for all of that to feel like a stress is right. It not was, fun. Yeah, it was really hard. Um And then too, I am really proud of the creative work that I'm doing, Mm -hmm. the podcasting, Mm -hmm. the writing that I'm doing. Um, It's not enough to be full time. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I think, well, should I be doing more? You know, is it not enough? But I love what we're producing, what I'm producing. And I feel really good about Mm -hmm. it. So yeah, just kind of all of those reflections. I'm really trying to like stop and take a minute to pause. And if I'm having any like questioning thoughts about that think, well, where's that really right. coming from? How do right. I actually yeah, feel do about I it? I need to add that thing into my life. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel not fulfilled in that area. Yeah. Or is it just like a should. Right. Yeah. That is floating around. Right. In my head? Like, the, yeah, there's no reason that I need to feel less than in mm-hmm. any of these things. Cause I feel really great about mm-hmm. them. So I like that. Okay. So I am intentionally leaving behind yelling. <laughs> Oh, a very specific. I am very fiery. <laughs> and even really realize now that I have kids how much I yelled at Jeremiah. I just like, ye- like just got loud. <laughs> like not necessarily like, you know, abusive type yelling, but just got yeah. intense and loud. Mm-hmm. And I'm realizing how much that just being in the habit of that mm-hmm. makes it more okay the next time. Mm-hmm. And how much especially like one of my kiddos is much more sensitive to that mm-hmm. and will even think sometimes I'll be yelling to get attention even. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I yell and lose my mind <laughs> as well. And that's no good. But like even just yelling to get attention uh-huh. where she will think she's in trouble gotcha. then. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no, no. I just needed you yeah. to, you know, and then she'll be. So I just think that um, it rarely does any good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help me to, um, it doesn't help me to parent intentionally the way I want to. I feel mm-hmm. like it's a lazy fallback for mm-hmm. me. Like, if I can't think of a solution or can't think of a way to like work out this problem, I'll just lean on yelling Mm -hmm. and being and winning by being scary. Mm. You know what I mean? Like really, truly, that's what it is. It's kind of a lazy way to do it for me. And I don't have any illusions that I will never yell in Mm -hmm. 2020, (laughs) but I'm trying to be really intentional about like, if I take that out of my repertoire, Uh then it's going to force me to be more intentional about having conversations or get proactive about this thing that's driving you nuts. Right. Or even with Jeremiah, I've had really great conversations the last few months about like, I think I come across angry a lot Mm. because I'm just like that kind of Mm -hmm. fiery personality. Mm -hmm. But then what happens is I don't get to the root of the issue. Like if the root Mm -hmm. of the issue is actually that I'm hurt or that I need help with this or I just come across angry if I'm Mm -hmm. like yelling and fiery and pissed off all the time. Right. So um, again, not that I'm never going to yell and everyone is entitled to lose their mind once in a while. But taking that out of my regular way of responding mm-hmm. very intentionally mm-hmm. and taking a breath, mm-hmm. easier said than done. Yeah. But I'm really going to work on that this yeah, year. Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask you. What is your, I think, because I'm thinking about, um, I always find it so interesting, these articles about making or breaking habits. Yeah. And it kind of talks about you have to like identify the trigger yes. and then you have to replace it with mm-hmm. something. And so, it, yeah, just when you're noticing, I mm-hmm. guess it's probably like noticing first of all, yes. and then you're probably noticing that trigger. And then is it going to be a deep breath for you? Is it going to be a walk away? Is right. it going to be a mantra? And you might not know that yet. No, yeah. But- and I've been talking about this in therapy. Like, what is it that, um, like certain things trigger me like um, disrespect Mm -hmm. or presumed disrespect. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not even disrespectful. They're being five and six. Yeah. Um, Or not, they're not five and six anymore. One of them is six. One is eight. (laughs) They're acting five and six. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Feeling uh, misunderstood. Mm -hmm. And like when I just don't have 
I think I've gotten in a bad habit of yelling when I had a lot less emotional and physical bandwidth, like mm-hmm. during the stress of the adoption, even yeah. like we talked about a lot about some bad parenting habits that uh-huh. develop from like parenting in this like fight or flight mode yeah. all the time. And I am definitely, if I'm stressed, it's fight. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a flighter. Uh-huh. So in fact, I have a very hard time walking away. Gotcha. So gotcha. that's something that probably will not be my go-to strategy. Gotcha. But she even told me like something you can say that she's like, I remember distinctly saying this and making this my mantra for a while during mm-hmm. a tough season with my boys was, um, I'm about to yell and I don't want to. Mm. Nice. So what can we do different here? Uh-huh. And like putting it back on them. Right. It's reminding yourself by saying that out loud. Right. Like, I really, I'm there right. and I don't want to be. Right. And it's telling them like, look, I'm trying not to be that way, but yeah. this is a warning. Like you are mm-hmm. pushing me at this point. Mm-hmm. So, it, cause that to me feels also like, I think I have a hard time feeling like kids are getting away with something mm-hmm. if I walk away. Mm-hmm. Um, but that to me feels like, no, I'm acknowledging that this is too far. Yeah. Or I'm maybe acknowledging, hey, I'm tired and cranky and like this is pushing me, my mm-hmm. buttons today. Mm-hmm. So it's still allowing it's it still feels honest to me mm-hmm. it still feels authentic yeah. to who I am and like right right you know what like I'm I'm gonna <laughs> lose my mind it's about to happen so I really liked that yeah um, putting that word in there instead like and then that. just like stopping and thinking about during that time though too like what is the actual problem here mm-hmm. is it that right. everybody's hungry and tired right like how can we solve that mm-hmm. is it that you just need to be away from them for a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, then just go away as a proactive thing. Not as like, I give up. Right. You know? So anyways, yeah. that's a lot of words about that, but yeah. Working that's, on the leaving the yelling behind. It's a great one. It's a great one. It's a great one. <laughs> Honorable goal. <laughs> okay. So let's do a little like grab bag of your four favorites okay. of 2019. So I have these in categories. Okay. I feel like some of these are hard to pick just one. Yeah. I did not pick just one in one of the categories, yeah, but neither. what is, let's start with your favorite book okay. of 2019. Favorite book that I read, Where the Crawdads Sing. Oh yeah. Stand I technically out. read it in 2018, but that was what I yeah. wanted to put that one on my yeah. list. Standout favorite. Um, I do have some runners up, <laughs> a few <laughs> runners up, Educated, mm-hmm. The Great Alone, um, Career of Evil, which is the last in the Cormoran Strike series, the, oh. the like murder mystery uh-huh. series written by... JK Rowling under oh, a okay, pen yeah. Just those were so enjoyable. I and I am so sad that there's not another one. Apparently she is gonna write another one and just where the storyline is, there has to be another one. Okay. Um, but just great writing, great character development, just the coziness. I, I just all the things she yeah, does. Yeah, just well. kind of remember that just being such an enjoyable reading uh-huh. experience. So okay. that was a great one. And then finally, um The Dutch House. Just having oh, yeah, having a new one, one by too. Ann Patchett out. Yeah. And I just really enjoyed that book. That was great. Um I really loved Eleanor Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine yeah. by Gail Honeyman. I just thought I hadn't read anything like that. Mm-hmm. I thought that that character was so rich and quirky and it talked to so many like really important points about mental health and addiction and um, abuse but in really like funny profound way I don't know I can't even quite describe it I remember having a hard time even in book club describing what I loved about it so Mm -hmm. much but that is a great book Um, and I will say I read it a year or two before and mm -hmm. I I didn't hate it but I didn't love it and I I do remember at book club, it seemed like so many people that loved it had listened to it. Mm, and yes. I kind of wonder that make a big difference. if that would have, if that would have changed yeah. my opinion a little bit. Cause it was it. like Scottish mm-hmm. and she had a Scottish accent yeah. and it was great. Yeah. Um, and then in nonfiction, probably the most impactful, not necessarily like the most enjoyable to read, but what I really feel like changed a lot for me is the road back to you by Crone oh. and Stable which is the Enneagram, Enneagram kind of for beginners. 2019 um, was like the year of the Enneagram. It totally was. And like, I'm <laughs> At least in our friend basic circle. as hell and going with it. <laughs> but yeah, I, it definitely, um, I had heard of the Enneagram and taken like a little whatever online yeah. quiz, but actually like digging in a little bit with that book, just really, it was like, oh, mm-hmm. it really, I just think it um, showed me a lot of areas I need to work on. It showed me areas that I'm actually like, I really like about myself Mm -hmm. and that that's like, oh yeah, that is a pattern in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend starting there. If you're into the Enneagram, that was a big one. We kind of passed it around our family and Mm. had conversations about that. So, um, okay. How about a favorite TV show or movie? Okay. I've got some favorite movies. I think the 
and I didn't see a ton this year. I'm sure I missed some really great movies this year. Um, but I think the best one that we saw was Rocket Man about okay. Elton John, mm-hmm. a, a biopic about Elton John. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't know anything mm-hmm. about just him and his life going into it. And that was really just fascinating. I was blown away. I mean, I'm not sure why I was because I'm sure this is so often true of like rock stars, but he was 23 when he was a breakout celebrity. And just, you know, the older you get, you realize how young that is Uh and how you know nothing about the world and to suddenly be thrust into fame and Mm -hmm. fortune. Um, And just the way that the movie was done, I was kind of going into it expecting like starting at his birth and Mm -hmm. childhood and then like following chronologically. And it was not done that way. And it was so interesting, so well done. And there were just also some really, really touching moments. And anyway, I would highly recommend it. Um, couple of runners up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also saw yesterday that movie about the guy mm-hmm. who gets in a bike accident mm-hmm. and everyone's forgotten the Beatles except mm-hmm. for him. That was just, it was delightful, yeah. just enjoyable. And something that stayed with me about the movie, I'm going to kind of reveal something. So if you want to <laughs> fast forward, <laughs> if you want to fast forward 40 seconds, um, there in this alternate universe, um, John Lennon doesn't die. Uh-huh. And the main character like has a conversation with him. There was something so moving to me mm. about seeing this John Lennon lookalike yeah. of how yeah. old he would be today. Um I don't know, just about this like person who made all this like beautiful art whose Mm -hmm. life was cut so short Mm -hmm. and like getting to glimpse what that might have been like if he he hadn't. Yeah, I just, I found that incredibly moving. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we just recently saw, I know I'm not naming my favorite at all. I'm just like naming all the movies I liked (laughs) this year, but I'm just going to. It's like Uh, when you ask your kids what their favorite something was, they're like red and and blue and I like green. (laughs) Okay. And we just saw A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood with Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers. I need to see it. And it was, and it. it was great. It did not disappoint. It did not. Okay. I need to see that one. Um, I just picked one because I, which is weird for me because I watch a lot of TV and movies, but I feel like this one just stood up, yeah. stood out so much to me. And that is the show Fleabag oh, yeah. on you Amazon talk, Prime. You it that is before. just a work of art. I think it's up for Golden Globes again. The second season in particular is perhaps one of the best seasons of television I've ever seen. Wow. Literally. So Mic drop. Mic drop. No just, runners Just up. go watch Fleabag. Okay. Maybe Chris and I will indulge over the mm-hmm. Christmas holidays. Okay, what about your favorite podcast this year? Okay, this is a kind of new one on the scene, but I have really been enjoying the new A Beautiful Mess podcast by Emma and Elsie of the A Beautiful Mess blog that's been around for Mm -hmm. so long. Um, I actually don't, I don't follow that blog or their like Instagram Mm -hmm. or anything, so I don't really know how I came across the podcast, but um, just they are so... I just feel like they come across as so relatable mm-hmm. and I was really surprised at how relatable they are. And then okay. it's so fun because they're sisters. Yeah. So you're getting kind of that, that conversational aspect, but then of course they're very professional and have mm-hmm. just all of this experience that they can mm-hmm. talk about. And I've just been really enjoying that. You know, that's my favorite type of podcast, the conversational yeah. one. Yeah. And I feel like there's not a whole lot that are like, just hit it exactly mm-hmm. right for me mm-hmm. so i'm kind of excited to add another one of those to it. my yeah feed well this is not a new podcast but i i was new to this this year and that's Dax shepherd's armchair expert oh, okay yeah i just love it yeah. i think he's so funny i love how like inappropriate it is at times uh-huh. but then super super thoughtful uh-huh. that's like my favorite combination yeah. like inappropriate funny but really <laughs> smart yeah like that is my favorite combination in human conversation yeah. so and i just feel like when he has different people, I mean, he had like the Julia Louis-Dreyfus episode is incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, He's got a couple other ones that are just like times he interviewed, he interviewed somebody on relationships and I'm forgetting the name of the doctor that he interviewed, but that one was amazing. So yeah, just really love it. I love him and Monica's back and forth. Mm -hmm. Love that podcast. Okay. Um, What about a favorite meal? Either something you've been making or like an experience you had. What's your meal of 2019? Okay, I've got a good one. I'm so glad that I thought of this. Um, 
So my very favorite meal was a meal out that Chris and I had together in late July. It was at a restaurant called Citizen Public House mm-hmm. in downtown Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. That's a restaurant we've only been to a couple of times, but we just love the feel of it and really great food. And at this particular meal, it was very special because I surprised Chris with the news that I was pregnant. Oh, how fun that it you was, have like a mem- good memory of it that. It was so cool. Um, my previous two pregnancies, he's found out at yeah. the same time yeah. with me. And I asked him kind of heading into this like, hey, like mm-hmm. it would be kind of cool. Like, could you just kind of tune out for yeah. a while and I'll let you know yeah. if this happens. Yeah. And so it was just, it was so cool to do. That's it was, awesome. It was very, very special. What a good memory. Yep. Um, our favorite meal was Paisano's in Chicago. Oh. We had a family date. It was like a tight. We were so tired from walking around <laughs> Chicago all day. We just picked this place randomly because it was close. It was like two blocks away. Um, it was a quintessential Chicago pizza place, like Dean Martin on the wall. Yes. Red check tablecloth. Yes. Like the best freaking pizza. Oh. Like Literally, we talk about and think about the pizza oh all the gosh. time. <laughs> um, and then there was this waiter. He's actually like gets these all these reviews on Yelp and stuff. He's kind of <laughs> like, honestly, like kind of internet famous. It's yeah. Uncle Chach. And he is this like, he's probably like in his 70s, wow. seriously. And he is just this loud, boisterous, makes it fun, like plays around with the kids, Aww. gave us free chocolate cake, told us what a beautiful family we Aww. were. It just, it was just the best. And then we got caught in a complete downpour on the way back <laughs> to the hotel, just drenched, soaked, because uh-huh. you walk and like, we just, you know, you don't think, we don't even think about rain that right. often here. Right. Um, so just created this really fun memory of like getting Aww. caught in the rain in a big city yeah. after amazing pizza. and That's like awesome hair drying our clothes the next morning to get catch the train back up to Wisconsin and just just a really fun family memory so that sounds great yeah okay so as has become our tradition we always record a message for our future selves at the beginning of the year to play at the end of the year as we kind of reflect on how the year went so let's listen to those from the beginning of 2019 now and see how accurate we were okay here we go Erica, right now, I hope you are standing at the mountaintop of a big pile of little actions that have added up over the course of this year into some major accomplishments. I hope I know this has not been easy for you, and it's been a hard-won victory of showing up, being consistent, and collecting one little win, one little good choice, and one little sacrifice after another. You buckled down and zeroed in on some little things that really matter in your family and marriage. You took a hard look at some numbers when it came to your health, business and finances and kept your eyes on them to guide your decisions. You were a grown up about things and didn't stick your head in the sand. (laughs) You worked diligently on your book to tell your story and the story of your family to the world and educate about foster care and adoption. One word, sentence, paragraph at a time. That's how the big stuff happens. One little thing at a time. You've learned that this year and I'm proud of you. Kelsey, after a year of flourishing, you have leaned into all of the good in your life. You are loving cultivating a family culture of adventures, big and small, which feels so much less daunting now that the boys are older. And let's take a minute to appreciate all the hard work you put into completing your proposal for a book for working moms. It was daunting, but you kept your butt (laughs) in the chair and wrote through it. Even though you couldn't fit in everything you wanted to do this year, you you were thoughtful about how you spent your time and you are ending 2019 with more family memories, more creative opportunities, increased health, and hopefully more money in the bank. You have so much to celebrate. (laughs) Aww. So sweet. We're so kind to ourselves. We are, really. That is a good lesson in good self-talk because I'm like, well, January Erica was a little more (laughs) ambitious than December Erica, but also like... What a good lesson in just like cheering yourself on. And you know what? If yeah. you fall a little bit short of some of that, like, yeah, take that into the next year yeah. with you. But I love that. I'm I excited to record ours for next yeah, year. Me too. Okay. How about some obsessions? What are you obsessed with lately? Okay. Well, I think I just have to mention since I talked about it in my 2019 wrap up, our backyard string light project, yes. which I will show you. It's not okay. quite as impressive in the daytime, uh, but this is just something I have been wanting to do for a long time, but it felt very daunting to me because mm-hmm. I just didn't, I knew I wanted lights, but it was like, I didn't know how they were going to attach. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how we were going to get them across our yard, mm-hmm. like have to erect some kind of pole or mm-hmm. something just 
How was there some fighting with husband about said project? Because no. there definitely was about my strung lights <laughs> in my backyard. Actually, no, it really, it really wasn't that. He was like, do it. I just had to figure out how to okay. do it. Um, but what was the magical piece is I found an amazing local handyman, mm. which if you are local, email me and I okay. will be glad to recommend him. He was just, as soon as I contacted him, he was like, yep, I can do that. Like came over maybe that afternoon to Whoa. look at the space, like came by the very next week and we got started and it was just great. He did such great work, like spent a long time with me, like thinking out how we were going to mm-hmm. do it. And it was just like, he was just the guiding person that I yes. needed to yeah. be like, well, we could do this or that, like, give me some options. Whereas yeah. I'm like, I don't know how to do any of it. Right. And um, anyway, we ended up being able to like light up more of the backyard than I had originally nice. thought. So that was really mm-hmm. satisfying. And then I also had this very satisfying experience buying the lights. So I went to buy all the materials Mm -hmm. and I was at Lowe's and I had, um, I needed six boxes of their lights Mm -hmm. because they were 24 feet in length. Okay. And so, and they were like 50 plus dollars a box. Like it was not going to be cheap. Those outdoor ones are not cheap. Yeah. So I had that in my car and I was chatting with someone at Lowe's to talk about a few of the things. And at that very minute, I got a text. Mm -hmm. I looked down, it's from our friend Becky and she knew that I was doing the string lights Mm -hmm. project. And she sent me a picture of a stack of lights at Costco. Oh. She was like, just thinking about you. I looked at it. These lights were twice the length, but $20 less. Nice. Maybe $10 less. And so I was like, oh my gosh, are you there? Can you buy me those lights? Because we don't have a Costco membership. So she was, instead of six boxes of lights at $55 Mm -hmm. a piece, I got four boxes of lights at $40 a piece. So nice. It was just as you were about to buy them. It was so satisfying. So anyway, that was like a little cherry on top of the project. Yeah. It's like the opposite of how a project goes south and then more (laughs) things go south. It's like the opposite of that. It was lovely. So yes, I'm just loving it and um it's been kind of chilly and rainy so we haven't been spending time in the backyard Mm -hmm. but we can see them like from our kitchen and great room so it makes it so cozy i just love turning them on it really does evening we turn it on for the dogs to go outside too and like they i feel like they'll go spend more time and do their business because they're not like scared exactly (laughs) the dark (laughs) um okay so i am obsessed with cauliflower Oh, are you? Interesting. I mean, I've always loved cauliflower, but specifically lately, a couple of preparations of cauliflower that I'm loving. Don't come at me with a cauliflower pizza crust. I I cannot (laughs) abide. Back off. That is no thank you. I'm just disappointed that it doesn't taste like pizza. So so don't take it that far. But I there are these egg frittatas from Trader Joe's. They're frozen. Okay. And they're Swiss and cauliflower like baked in and they're bigger than like if you would do it in a muffin tin. How have I not seen these? Oh my gosh, they're the best. And they microwave in a minute and a half. I've been looking for ways to get more protein in. Yeah. Especially in the morning because yeah. you just end up grabbing for like toast and yes. all of the things and it doesn't do anybody any favors. Mm-hmm. So I am loving those. Mm-hmm. And then there we tried the tempura cauliflower from Ooh, Trader Joe's. Yeah. Just with rice and it's a Kung Pao. So it's got yes. like a spicy sauce. It was so good. And good. I'm envisioning like, oh, I could even just do these cauliflower with like a buffalo sauce mm-hmm. for like, you know, mm-hmm. something different. So yes. I'm just really, I'm, I'm just once again singing the praises of cauliflower okay. i've liked it for a while yeah. but can i tell you at um this is actually a fun thing to talk about on our 2019 wrap-up we do now have a gilbert alamo draft house yes which is something i've been working you on manifesting it. Yep. it yep it just is it opened. open it just okay. opened this month um on the menu at alamo draft house they have excellent buffalo cauliflower mm, that is like one of that. our favorite things to get and chris and i now we usually have to get separate we're okay, like you get that off was my not enough <laughs> all right yeah i'm noted yes, i'm gonna get that get that okay um how about neighborhood news okay so we always used to joke about i think i've mentioned this on the podcast before about how when you like past the time when everybody should kind of have their christmas lights uh-huh. up if they're gonna do it uh-huh. and you take a walk in the neighborhood or drive through you're like oh we would always say like, oh, I see you hate Christmas if you <laughs> no had nothing up. We are the people who hate Christmas oh, this year. You're hating it's Christmas. so sad. It's losing Miko. Yeah. Like and that we were gone over Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving being late this year. Yes. Jeremiah is this. We're recording this 
well before the like the complete end of the month um so hopefully by the time this comes out we will have rectified the situation okay. i'll have to give an update on instagram yeah. but we have a wreath on the door uh-huh. and that is it it's making me <laughs> real sad at this point and the girls keep like passive aggressively asking um daddy gonna put some christmas lights out or what <laughs> right. and i think the thing of it is like now with this new house too we cannot get up on the eaves like not yeah. without risking life and limb yeah and so it's one of those things where we either lean into what we've got and work with like the balcony and the, mm-hmm. the posts or mm-hmm. we hire somebody right and so jeremiah's in this limbo of like if i can't do it all i'm just gonna do nothing right no gotcha. that's not, i could do there's plenty i could do so yeah we're struggling with our Christmas light arrangement still at this new house. Okay. Well, and we're not we, happy about it. We can relate over over at the Wharton household. What happened for us is, <laughs> as I talked about on the things we're not doing this Christmas, we are traveling for Christmas. And so we're not feeling as motivated to just go mm-hmm. all out for this Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that included our outdoor lights. Um, and so... Chris was decorating the weekend after Thanksgiving and just kind of took it upon himself. And this is the first year that we have trees in our front yard. Uh So I was kind of excited that this is like a possibility. Yeah. And he was like, well, I took the lights that we have and I put some up in each tree. And he's like, I used two strands for each tree. Like, I don't know what it's going to look like, but yeah. I figured I'd just go you ahead and do it. Because you can't tell till nighttime when <laughs> exactly. it's going like. You know, he feels like he spent a lot of time up in those trees yeah. for string the lights. So we wait till nighttime and we turn them on. And it is so pathetic looking. <laughs> it's better to have none lights than the light. Maybe so. But like, I was like, well, you know, we can go buy some more lights. And he's like, no. He's like, I'm not doing anymore. We're just leaving it. And I just also don't really care. But so we have like kind of, I'll try to get a photo. I mean, it's like pretty half-hearted. That's hilarious. <laughs> so noted for next year, we need like three times as many yeah, lights Yeah, I really do think more trees. is more with that kind of thing. That's funny. Okay, well, I think that is all we have to wrap up our 2019 here. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. You know where you can find us on Instagram. We are High Girls Next Door. And find our Girl Next Door podcast page on Facebook. Our website is girlnextdoorpodcast.com, where you can find the show notes from all of our episodes with links to things that we've mentioned. And as always, you can email us at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. What? You know you're not a What's happening? This, I'm telling you if this computer makes it to what I'm hoping is a new computer for my birthday or Christmas. Please God. It will be a miracle. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Let me Did do that again. Did your microphone just attack you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it looked like it got aggressive and just bit you. This Oh, this is a situation. Is I a made little, you the same thing. This is a little dangerous. <laughs> it's causing me to sit a little further uh-huh. back. So I'm like, keep scooting this Might closer. have some technical difficulties. <laughs> given, puzzle given that we're recording on top of a puzzle. Okay, <laughs> let me redo that. Bye, Emmy. <laughs> just made up her name. <laughs> obsessions oh yeah it's me i was like and kelsey now what